What does it matter to you if someone is gay or not? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you like to have sex with women, then why are you, like, what's the point of going up to a guy you perceive or think is gay and saying, yeah. hey, are you gay? Because at that point, it's just for your own fucking, what? So it's you can judge that comfort. person? Yeah, it's so, so you yeah. can judge so that person? So you can put you. that yeah. person in, like we said, a box yeah. and say, this is, let's define them? If you're a horny gay dude, I mean, uh, which Obviously is... Obviously that helps. You know, like, are you gay? Well, I, I, I would tell him, yes, please, I love dick. I mean, <laughs> oh my god that was funny that was great yeah pretending to listen to the sounder from last I don't know what happened I have no idea yeah that was great but I told you what it was and it was funny we did laugh well we talked about dicks and mouths yeah yeah those that's all everybody loves dicks and mouths so well, that's a good way to start the show good way to start the day um we have a very special guest with us this morning yes uh, this morrow. This morrow. Uh, we didn't go over a pseudonym. We'll just call you Greg. That's fair, right? Sounds good. Okay. Big G. G money. G unit. G unit. <laughs> All right, Greg. We'll keep it. We'll keep <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Let's keep it simple. Well, to keep it formal, G unit is uh, <laughs> is a gay man formal. in Trump's America. He. <laughs> Okay. okay. He lives under the Trump regime. We all do, Dan. And I, I kind of want to mention that, you know, I'm really more terrified of of Pence. And Pence is America because if if Trump were to be impeached, we'd be looking at President Pence. True. And Pence has donated to organizations that believe and carry out the method of shock therapy for homosexuals. Yes, and that's an awful, awful thing. However, I do still feel he's more of quote unquote a politician than Trump is, and I don't think. Even though those are his personal views, I have a feeling he yeah. wouldn't really push shock therapy. He donates to them, and that's awful. Right. He believes but, he's a religious zealot, and he believes that marriage well, yeah. is between a I, man and a woman. I saw his YouTube video of him on the Senate floor talking about the Bible, saying that we should be teaching that in schools and not evolution. Yeah, that's the, the natural the evolution thing. Look a theory. It yeah, I know. Yeah. It's pretty um, bad. Anyway. But I find that far more terrifying. I'm sorry. I think Trump's an idiot. Well, he's and he's like a toddler, and he shouldn't be allowed anywhere near Twitter yeah. Or the White House, or people, uh, or people. Amen to that. But but Pence, in my opinion, is a is a lizard person. Oh, I yeah. think thousands of years ago, his people had sex with alien lizard creatures, and I'm getting text messages, <laughs> and they formed a different breed of species, and that's what he is. He's a lizard person. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move. Greg, hi. Hi, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Of course. Um, so, you know, the wow, where to start? You're right. So uh, tell us, like, uh, about you. Like, 
obviously we know what today's topic is, but you're also a person, and something that I find to be very annoying is when people identify, like, oh, he's black, oh, he's gay, oh, he's, uh, you know, got one arm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they people have other things about them, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, that, that make them a person. So, like, what, before we get into, like, the topic, like, what do you? What can you talk about on our deranged show? Like, what do you do? What? What? Talk. Talk to us. Um, I own a photo booth rental company right here in Rochester. I started cool. that about seven years ago. Oh um, my God! Seven years ago. Yeah. Jesus. It's been a long time. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. I was in my twenties. I was twenty-six. No. Oh, when I started that Damn. out of my mom's garage, and I mean, other than that, I'm not your traditional stereotypical gay guy i like to mountain bike i like to ski i'm much more into the extreme sports where everyone's like oh you can come shopping with me and i'm like no i'm good yeah i don't <laughs> i'm not that kind of gay <laughs> I, I believe if there is a hell that it's simply shopping with another person yeah it's oh, just God. awful yeah oh, it's oh. Awful. i if i have to go shopping it's solo i can't yeah what, what's I'm that song let us all know <laughs> you are really off this. You were yeah. late, and you're not even funny today. <laughs> we're not even five minutes in. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> Make a great, great show. Yeah, right? Exactly. You started so, that seven years ago, huh? Seven wow. years. Uh, photo booth business. Um, it was kind of off the cuff, and everybody thought, you know, Seven years ago, no one had photo booths at weddings. So yeah, now now everybody has them. So it it took off, and everyone thought I was nuts seven years ago. And now they're like, oh no, that was a great idea. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, they're fun too. And like I did a couple of them at a couple different weddings. I was at Dad's wedding. Yeah. With and my yours is clearly the best. And that's not I'm not kissing ass. It, <laughs> I've been to plenty of weddings myself with photo booths. I went to one. Where it was literally put together with PVC. Yeah, yeah. With with fucking curtains draped over it. I mean, yours is far and away just way better. Appreciate that. And the props. Oh yeah, uh, we have pictures on my on my fridge of me in your photo booth. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're on my fridge. It was me, Rick, Jess, and Alex. His Fun. company name is SnapPod. SnapPod. Those of you listening, need to, we'll put his website. You have a website. I do. We'll put it in the liners. Let me guess. Is it SnapPod.com? SnapPodNY.com. SnapPodNY.com. Had to throw in the New York right. just because it gotcha. wasn't taken on GoDaddy. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So we'll uh, we'll put that at the bottom. So if you're uh, interested... Excuse me, if being if being on the top or the bottom, um, <laughs> check it out. Snapodfy.com. Oh, hey. uh, we love photo booths, and so do you have a fun like photo? Like, what's the what's the craziest thing that's like that someone's done in one of those? Oh, um, I got stories on stories, but I think the top story I have is from a Halloween party I did for. Um, I won't name names, but it's a local company that does a lot of travel and tourism for Rochester. So they brought in a lot of the public to a rental place on East Avenue, and everyone's dressed in their costumes, getting crazy. And a Laura Croft, a cheerleader, and a Chippendales guy went in the booth. And a solid five, eight minutes went by, and I'm thinking, what the heck, man? And I peek my head in, and the girls are going at it, and the guy has his pants around his ankles, 
touching himself, just full on. Uh, Wow, fun. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little hard right now. Yeah. It's pretty great. And as jealous as I am about that whole situation, uh, that's inappropriate. I'm just going to say At a party, it. a public party, yeah. yeah. Is it, though? These, is these it? grown-ups should know. They is should it? know better. And you're tying up the booth. It is. I mean, I feel like Rock. I'd be that guy with my pants around his ankles, I know you dick in his hand, just but you two girls make it out. Nah. But, like, a threesome is difficult. It's a lot of work. And it's not a giant booth. I mean, you could fit, like, a couple people in there, but... Yeah. You know, you need a little more space. Yeah, that's true. What about what else? That's because that's pretty. That's pretty wild. That's pretty good, right? That's a that's a big one. <laughs> you need a lot of clearance. I mean, did he finish? <laughs> no, I, I broke it up. Um, I didn't give him time. I, yeah, I had a line. You know, a line of people going. Yeah, of course, of course. The funny story is the same girl that was dressed as the cheerleader. I ended up doing a party for an insurance company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sure enough, she's there as an employee. She oh. gets wasted, goes in the booth, and flashes. And I don't think she realized there's a exterior slideshow. Oh. So everyone at the party can see the photos. Hilarious. And the uh, the CEO comes running over and said, make sure you uh, delete that right away. Wow. So I think she may have gotten fired. Was she hot? Yeah. Real pretty blonde. Why couldn't I have been there? You were there. You were escorted off the block. That's something you remember? That's right. I, now I do. Now it's starting to come back to me. Apparently, you're not supposed to urinate on people. <laughs> Unless they ask. Right. <laughs> well, Which brings me to another story. <laughs> no, just kidding. Wow, man. Um, but you, you travel a lot for that, too, don't you? I do. Um, the odd part of it was when I started seven years ago, I'd say 80 to 90% of my business was in New Jersey and New York City. Oh, wow. I just got an influx of requests. So I was driving to New York probably twice a month and covering events out there. And Manhattan's a whole different ballgame. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was charging an arm and a leg, and people were still paying it. That's but it was awesome. difficult, you know? <laughs> it was really hard to work in Manhattan. So. I did it for a while, and then I cut back on accepting those because it's mm-hmm. just, it's really hard. It's tough on the vehicle, too, right? Yeah. Uh, then you have, like, a trailer? or I have a minivan, a man van. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> hey. I started with a cargo van, one of those windowless yeah. creeper ones. Chimo vans. And, uh, <laughs> I got it. And uh, there was actually not a single parking garage in Manhattan that would take it to park. So if I couldn't find street parking, I was out of luck. And why? Was, why wouldn't they? It's too tall. Um, really? Those those cargo mm. vans I think hit over six foot something. Mm. Some of them. And yeah. most parking garages, especially in Manhattan, can't do it. So and plus it takes up a ton of space, which wow. they don't want to deal with. So I wish they did that stuff in the, my parking garage at my job. Like turn turned away, away people. Like uh, like the extended. Trucks and everything. Yeah, you know? I, I work in High Falls Garage. Okay, mm-hmm. it's all office people that are parked there, or people going to see a baseball game for some fucking reason. People like the Red go Wings. all the way to the Chill garage. Out. Yeah, and Chill they out. walk across the street. Wow, there's a huge lot right there. Yeah, well, well, I, some people that work in the area have those parking passes, mm-hmm. so like you, it's free mm-hmm. all the time because you're paying for it monthly anyway, like I do. And the same asshole every day, fucking extended dually truck parks. I have a, you saw my little car. I got a yeah. little Toyota IM, okay? 
the fuck? Like every time, it's like, mm, 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 just trying to fucking back out of there. Brock is making back and forth motions with his hand. I want a keys car. I want a keys truck. Just, just key the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now. You said it publicly, so. Yeah. Damn it. You're an idiot. Damn it. Anyway. Well, you can still slit his tires. Uh, yeah, I, I may do that tomorrow. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. So, it got it got too crazy. You know, you you had a Chimo van, but you weren't Chimoing. Right. Um, you, were, you were photo boothing. So, um, yeah. And you kind of had to call it, like, you, you couldn't subcontract anyone or, like, or do you or... Um, I do when I don't feel like doing the events. I've done enough bar mitzvahs for a lifetime. <laughs> so, if any bar mitzvahs come in, I immediately direct them to um, a few people locally that I trust. Nice. Yeah. I live down the street from a a family. I know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they own a business, I believe, because their Hummer is decked out with the vinyl uh, stuff. And it on one side, it's uh, photographic like stuff that they do, like portraits. And on the other side, it's uh, imposters, the the celebrity imposters. What? Yeah, so they they go to par. They probably run their own business where they have, they hire people that look like celebrities to go to parties. Like if you're How? holding a, a bot or bar mitzvah, bot. You, well, I just want bot to say. is female. I know. Then you would hold. Then you would call these people and they'd bring in a Michael Jackson or yeah. a Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how good at upstate New York Britney Spears is. That's what I mean. It's well, like, where the are you getting these people probably from? do real well. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I thought it was going to get hit me baby one more time. Instead, I got fucking showing her vag, bald Britney at my kid's birth. My kid's <laughs> Smashing birth cars with an umbrella. <laughs> it's very realistic, though. I see my kids. Yeah, I guess you should, uh, you should put that in the contract, which Britney you're going to get. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You never know which Michael Jackson you're getting either. That's true. That's true. I want the uh, 1980s version. Yeah, I'll take that one as well. Yeah. I'll take none because he touches kids. <laughs> he hates Michael, and I'm like, he made Thriller, man. Yeah. He, I don't think he went bad until his adulthood. I still don't think he molested those kids. I think he's a crazy person who no, should have never had kids in his house. Yeah. Who he should have never. I really think he was just fucking nuts like let's have a sleepover for real sleepover yeah, though, yeah. right like we had pajamas pillow fights but it was weird because you had 50 year old man yeah <laughs> so i would get my entire next paycheck pre-tax sure and that's a big difference mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. that if we laid out the evidence uh-huh uh blindly like you didn't know who was what and who was who uh-huh to uh this person did this and all these things yep this person did this and all these things. This person did this and all those things. Mm -hmm. You would go, oh, that person definitely diddled kids. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that would be Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> sure. He made Thriller. Who gives a shit? He yeah. made Thriller. Okay, and Hitler made artwork. So oh, no one likes his artwork. It was awful. Some people do. He was awful. <laughs> his artwork was awful. Yeah, Hitler wrote a book. It was called Mind Comp. I need you to beat it right now, okay? Yeah. Oh! No. <laughs> so, so Hitler, pedophilia, moving on to... Yes. Um, <laughs> well, those are those are synonymous with being gay, aren't oh, they? Oh, clearly, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, to Pence, maybe, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... So you're gay. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right? So um, obviously. We uh, should have someone come out on our show. 
Yeah, okay. good luck on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's not. <laughs> no, they might because we get five people that listen, so it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? They're not like. You know, they're oh, not okay. really coming out. Sure. It's official. Uh, so now, did you come out like Ellen? Because it's not how it happened in my head. You were in an airport and you said it over a loudspeaker. Is that how she did it? Yeah. Well, on her show. I remember Rosie O'Donnell coming out. Do you? Um, she was oh, on Will and Grace. Or, we all know. Um, she was on a TV show. Really? I think Will and Grace, and she shared a kid with Jack, and I think she said to Jack uh, that she was gay. I'm, I, I'm almost positive that's how she came out, because she pushed everyone yeah, watching her show to, to watch in that night. But Rosie O'Donnell... Everyone knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at her shoulder line. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, that's fucked up, man. What? <laughs> what are you Look at her shoulder line. Yeah, hey, come on. It's a comedy show, Dan. True. Uh, so, yeah, I love Will and Grace, by the way. Great show. Great show. Um, it was really, really good that at a young age, with my mom now being a single parent, uh, you know, she would watch Will and Grace because she thought it was a funny show. And that was my first exposure like as a kid. Like, I didn't know any gay, any gay people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I didn't know any of that. But... Being able to see that show, I, I love it, and for two two levels. One, it's a hilarious show, and I, I love the characters. But two, being young and being exposed to that, and seeing that everyone is just a normal person doesn't matter you right. know, your sexual orientation is. I think it was good for me at a young age to see that and realize that everything that maybe my parents had said or relatives have said just false, right, and baseless. It's it does a great representation. I mean, you have Jack, who's the flamboyant, Just over Jack. the top. Yeah. Um, but then you have Will, who's a lawyer and a businessman. And looking at him, you wouldn't think exactly. he's gay. Mm -hmm. So it's a great representation that you Yeah, I was know. just going to make that yeah. point. I agree with you that it's kind of interesting to see that, at least on major television that reached almost every American home, that you could see literally in your living room, yes, there's... The over-the-top flamboyant, yeah. which we can easily identify. Yes. But there's also the ones that may appear, and I, I hate to use this, this word normal, may appear straight, may appear uh, less flamboyant. Yes. And you said he was a lawyer, he was successful, but more so when you look at the dynamic between the two, I think he was just more level-headed. Yeah. And so this... There was that negative connotation that we, we attached to being gay as this flamboyant, ugh, almost overly emotional, over-the-top type of shit. But that doesn't have to mean gay. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean... You can get you can get the jacks, but you can also get... What's the other guy's name? Will. Will. Will, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get the Graces. No. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I like that element of the show that they could say it doesn't, gay does not mean this. Right. It can mean that, too. Do you know many people sent, uh, are still sending box sets of Will and Grace to our vice president? Good. Oh, what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, like people just, they, well, not only are they donating to like Planned Parenthood in his name, um, but they send, like, people mail him packages of just like the box DVD set of Will and Grace <laughs> to the White House, to, to um, him. Just as a point, huh? You know, I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I think we should do that from Critical Mass. It's not a bad move. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm thinking about it right now. Get a little exposure. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so okay. So 
when did you come out? When did you not? Uh, maybe let's start before that, if you don't mind. Yeah. Like when did you? Re- I know Mike Pence would say, "When did you choose?" Yeah. When, <laughs> but when did you realize? When was it within yourself where you were like, "Okay, so I like dudes." You know, it's it's a situation where I don't think I actually officially knew mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was gay until probably college, but once I did, I can look back mm-hmm. at my behaviors as mm-hmm. a child and mm-hmm. say, oh yeah, I remember like being attracted to my friend mm-hmm. or I all through high school even, um, like you know how straight guys in the locker room smack you on the butt yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you just, they're gay, like straight boys are uh, always act a little gay, football players, oh, yeah. all that. So I always thought, no, this is normal. This is right. yeah. gay, you know, they're just friendly and mm-hmm. grabbing each mm-hmm. other on the butt. But and when you were masturbating in the group shower, <laughs> that was... <probably laughs> then I knew. <laughs> then I was like, too mm, much. Uh, this is too much, guys? Too much? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just rolling with this. <laughs> we yeah. won the game! Yeah, yeah. We won the game! So through high school, I figured yeah. this is how everybody's thinking and it's just gonna evolve into marrying a woman uh and then in college i kind of went no this isn't going away um i'm just gonna have to i don't know what i want to do with it yet basically once i went to college did you try to pray it away i didn't and i grew up in a catholic household like you there you go um it wasn't overly strict but i went to private catholic Mm -hmm. schools kindergarten all the way until i went to college Mm -hmm. So interesting. A lot Thank of church, a lot Thank of Bible. You. Aquinas, yeah. yes. Wow. Um, so I think what happened is went through college. You know, that was my first time experiencing mm-hmm. being with a man, and then kind of was like, okay, I'm not doing that again because it freaked me out too much. Wow. Because I liked it and oh, I had okay. to accept it at that point. Yes, yes, so yes. Gotcha. I think. My first time was probably out in 20 to 21, Mm -hmm. and then I wasn't hooking up with a guy or a girl until I was probably about 25. Mm -hmm. So I went a while, dry spell. Mm -hmm. And and then I started to get more out there, Mm -hmm. and I opened my business as a way to divert my energy somewhere else. Okay. So I kind of threw myself into my company. Yep, yep, yep. And by the time I hit... 30, I'd say even 29, I was clinically depressed. I was Jesus. in the hole. Wow. Um, I was so bad that I was starting to get suicidal. Fuck. So I actually gave myself an ultimatum at 29 that I said, <laughs> by the time I hit 30, because I was I, my biggest unhappiness was being alone. I mm-hmm. had never dated. Mm-hmm. I, I was just alone. Mm-hmm. So when I hit 30, I said... Um, I either come out this year or I commit suicide. There was no ultimatum. That was it. Jesus. Yeah, I was I was in a real bad spot. Wow. So I made it to 31, and um, <laughs> that's when I finally said, I got to start telling people and just see how it goes. And I did. I told my roommate, went over great. Told my sister, went over great. Was um, your roommate a man? My roommate's a man. Okay. And um, I've known him since I was about twenty. Question. Question. And I, I have to ask this, and please don't don't take this offensively. I but already were, do. Were any of I'm thank you. Were any of them surprised? My sister out of everyone, which threw me for a loop. Okay. Um, you would think I have that a, she knew you. I the have best. a story 
that about I've me? Been, yes, that I've been waiting to tell you so, for a very really? long time. No kidding. Yes. I, I told I, you this already <laughs> before the show. I don't listen to you. <laughs> I said I want to tell the story <laughs> on the air. He talks. I don't like to now. I almost got beat up. For me? By special, uh, by special K, big K. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, I wow. have a story of coming out to K, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is probably, most likely before that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I was, I we were just in conversation, and she had mentioned something about you going on a date, and I had said something. I don't know what she said. This was years. I'm talking years ago, summer mm-hmm. camp. And I said, oh, cool. Who Who's the guy that he went out with? And she goes, excuse me? <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was innocent. You know what I mean? I didn't, there was nothing, there was no malice behind what I was right. saying. I was like, well, what do you, what? She goes, how, what? Just angry and indignant. And I'm like, there's one of my closest friends, and you can't talk about him like that. Wow. And I said, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm so confused. <laughs> what? She said, he is not gay. And I'm like, what? why is that a bad thing? I wasn't saying it like it's a. I'm sorry, like just like angrily like yelling at right. me. I was like, so, I was like so scared. Sure this is an exaggerated version of what. Happened. Oh no, she was she was angry. She, was very she angry. gets she's like big she's sister mode with me. Yes, um, that's she gets exactly very what it defensive was. of me. He's and correct. At the same token, she kind of had the inkling. I've been very close with Big K for a while. Of course. My coming out to Big K. Um, <laughs> I like you. I love this term. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she I keep, is this a drug, Big K? No, yeah, special it, K is. <laughs> and Tide Pods. Yeah. Tide Pods. But anyway. So I've known Big K since I was about 16. Mm. And I invited her to go to lunch. She was probably the third or fourth person I came mm. out to. Wait, I'm sorry. Back up. How did you and Big K actually meet? At if, work. We. Uh, at she work. was my supervisor. At camp? Um, no, at uh, after school care. Oh, oh sick. Yes. Okay, you cool. were 16? I started at 16. Wow. My cousin uh, got me the job. I was 15 when I met her. She was, I was her CIT. You looked 15. <laughs> it was okay, terrifying. Continue, sorry. <laughs> so she is terrifying. <laughs> I know. Okay, so that's how you, you and Special K or Big K got together, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, um, okay. Through work. She was my, my manager, basically. Right. And we became very close. So I invited her to lunch. Um, she, again, she was probably the third or fourth person I came out to. And I went through lunch terrified. We were at oh, um, a God. local restaurant, and mm-hmm. I just I couldn't do it. So we ate, pack up our stuff, and she stands up, puts on her coat, and I'm still sitting there, and she kind of looks at me, and she's like, what? <laughs> and I go, sit back down. And she's like, okay. And she sits down, and I said, listen, I, uh, I should have told you this a while ago, but I need to formally say it, that I'm gay. And she's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, I knew. I knew for a long time. That... And she goes, did yeah. you have this lunch to tell me? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you you could have come out yeah. 20 minutes ago when we were eating. Like, I was so terrified, and she handled it exactly um, how anyone could hope. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, just like, no, I knew, and I just wanted you to do it on your own time. So um, she, she really eased me into coming out to then my family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was the next step. And again, I have the best family. I was so terrified to come out that I became suicidal and the craziest part is I have such a liberal accepting family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um I told my dad and 
and I cried and he of course hugged me and said this is you know fine everything's great mm -hmm. and he was actually excited because he's like I can't wait for you to actually live your life now and that's awesome he dude. Goes, that's seriously awesome yeah he was really happy for me and he's like can I tell grandma and grandpa and I was like if you want <laughs> and keep in mind my grandma's from the south and my grandpa is from Italy yeah so mm -hmm. You would think that they're close-minded, but yeah. they're actually not at all. So my grandpa calls me within 20 minutes of my dad leaving. So I knew my dad told him already. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, oh, this is odd. My grandfather was calling. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't answer because I was too scared. Right. Yeah. And he leaves me a voicemail, and I pick it up, and it's him singing a song to me. Um, it was basically like happy birthday, but more happy you're gay now type of situation. <laughs> And awesome. it was awesome. Great. And I saved it to this day. That um, is I great. love it. And yeah, you would he's eighty six years old from Italy and sings me Congratulations, you're gay. That's freaking great. So wow. I had a great experience coming out once I finally grew the balls to do it. Um, wow. but it was literally two years ago, you know, yeah. I was thirty one. Um, and it was like a six month process of telling people because wow. My mom was the last person I told. I was terrified. How did, how did the song? Oh, wow. How did the song? Was it? No, it was not like, it. "Hooray, hooray, you're gay." <laughs> <laughs> so, how did your mom take it? So, I went to my mom's house. Now, my mom is more on the conservative side. Mm. She was the one who kind of pushed us to go to Catholic schools. Yeah, and, Catholic school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she goes to church. How do you feel about Catholic school, Rock? And all she yeah. wants is grandkids. That's all she ever talks about is she can't wait for grandkids. Yeah. So I was pretty terrified to tell her. And her family's a conservative Republican as well. So Ugh. I went to her house, Ugh. couldn't do it, went to my friends, got a buzz going on, and then went back <laughs> to my mom's. And I told her. And... The craziest part is like I I hesitated for a solid ten minutes and then said, Look, mom, I'm gay. And she's like, Yeah, I knew when you were four years old. Wow. Dancing around my living room. She goes, I know you better than anyone knows you. Um I I know you're gay. Yeah. I I don't care. I love you. That's um, that's why she slept on her left side when she was pregnant. She's like, I want him to be gay. That's yeah, no, that's she, how it works. It, it yeah. might that's be her fault. Yeah. It's a scientific fact. <laughs> it's true. Um, so she, again, she said, I've known you forever, um, and I know you better than you probably know yourself. So wow. it's it's totally fine. And she goes, but I still want grandkids. Right. <laughs> Which but is you, still, that's you a thing. Your father separately then? They're divorced. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gathered that. So too. it was a one-two process. <laughs> but... But they're Catholic, you said. They can't be divorced. <laughs> so <laughs> True, yes. Not by God, they're not divorced. Oh, All right. God. So... Going back, uh, I mean, first of all, that that's amazing. Uh, Thank you. To get such like positive feedback, mm -hmm. um, because obviously, it's not. What I hate is when people are like, "Oh, well, like you said, I want grandkids." So because you're gay, magically, it's impossible for you right. to even think about having a child. Like, there are so many different ways of doing that. There's adoption. There's artificial insemination. There's all kinds of different things you can do. So that's just a dumb. Yeah, that's, and they're yeah. all super cheap and affordable. So, 
Well, not I mean, quite. But my mom does have the adoption fund already started. There you go. She's that oh, determined. Really? Oh yeah. Good. Oh. That's a that's a great thing, and that's another thing that like annoys me is you've got like the the right side, the conservatives, the Republicans that are like, well, we can't let gays adopt children, but we can adopt children as straight white men and rape those kids. Right. What? Like, wait, or, what? That or doesn't raise make any them sense. in a drug household or exactly. all of the above. People who feel like they're entitled to be a parent when they're not. Exactly. Like, you could have a loving home. Who gives a shit if it's two women that fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, right. Who can, who, if it's two dudes that. By the way, this what is an this? audio format. Uh, you just made a sound. Through okay. a V for that a vagina. The, uh, yeah, eating out. You were doing. I like to eat pussy. What do you want from me, man? <laughs> um, but um, what Gross. I'm saying is, what their, their sexuality. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with the child. No. Like I have sex with someone, but my 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 daughter has nothing to do with the sex that I have. Do you see what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. So why is that different if they happen to be gay? Uh, that's what I'm trying to, to say to conservatives. If if you if you they believe it rubs off on people. But if you're a straight person, are you talking to your children? Are you including them in your sex life? No. Better typically, not be, right? typically not, unless you're a, a well, deranged they, person. Well, because it's considered a lifestyle. It's not just what happens in the bedroom. A lifestyle. That's Get right. the fuck out of here with this. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a man. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, their fear is what he was talking about earlier, where they're not animals. These, we're poking with a these stick. Two dads, people. instead of having their adopted son do his homework, they're going to force this kid to go shopping all the time. <laughs> Right. That's yeah. their fear. Which that's is, their rational fear. That's or an like irrational buying fear. Buying him Barbies instead of G.I. Joe's. Not right. irrational and fear. It, it, and right. therefore, it will increase the gay population because the kid will turn Maybe gay. Maybe we should increase the gay choice. population because we're too fucking populated already with dumbasses. Yeah. People elected Donald Trump as president. We could stand to have a little more of these people eat a little more Tide Pods. Okay? Oh, yeah. my that's God, right? right? I say make the Tide Pods colorful. And make, you know, throw some seasoning on them. Put them in a little bowl and put them at a Trump supporter fucking rally and just call them candy. Right. They'll eat them. But anyway, <laughs> moving forward. So, anyway, that story I told you. I hope that, that you didn't take that offensively because it was never meant to be that way. No. But from then on, I had thought that she told you that I said that. No. So then I became a, a little bit of afraid of you because I thought that, like, <laughs> I'm, you would, I'm, a, I'm a scary <laughs> guy. That, no, that you would, like, be mad at me. So I'd be like, oh, hi, Greg. Like, I really, go. That's why I was always so quick, because I was like, great. So, <laughs> went and said that Rocco said, <laughs> I'm going to bleep that one. I'll bleep it. Yeah. So, Big K. So, Big K tells yeah. Greg that yeah, I yeah, said yeah. this. Now, Greg thinks I'm an asshole. Oh, God. Yeah. And then, like, you know, later I no on, idea. like, years ago, you know, I, I who it came up. It wasn't me that brought it up, but someone else was like, oh, yeah, Greg came out. And I was like. Duh. See, <laughs> see, now, <laughs> when I did come out, I thought everyone was in your boat where they're like, yeah, this dude's gay. Yeah. Like, you know, he's never with girls unless they're like playing together. You know, he's never shown interest <laughs> in girls. So I thought people were all in your boat. So when someone like my sister, who I'm best friends with, yeah, yeah. says, oh, I didn't know. And I'm like, come on. And I think it was more or less her saying, I didn't know in general. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. think you were straight, but I didn't know if you were gay, so I just left it where it was. So I didn't get a ton of 
overly shocked people. Mm-hmm. I was 31, by the way. Yeah. Um, 31, single, and I'm not too insane. So <laughs> the fact that I was single for all those years, I think people figured it out. That makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. We yeah. were at, I think, one of your houses many years ago. Oh, you have we, more than one house? Well, divorced parents. Oh, yeah. got, gotcha. Okay. The one, I, maybe it was here in Greece. It's my mom's. Your mom's house, and we were having like a fire in the back. It was mm-hmm. like fall, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there was a friend. I don't know if you're still friends with him. Um, Brent? Oh, Big B? Big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who clearly is, he seems gay. Let me put it that way. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> I, I remember that night pretty well because at that point I was like, you were talking about trying to go out with some girl or something like that. Like you brought up, like, I'm trying to see this girl and it's working out. And I just want to be like, it's okay, man. I right. just literally want to put my hand on your shoulder, like, dude, you don't have to pretend. But at the same time, I remember that night so well. I don't know why. Because the guy in question here, do you still talk to him or hang out I with him? I do. He okay. has moved to California. He, because this is a side story. <laughs> I remember him talking about how he, the best way to figure out like stuff about a person is to rummage through their bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so I always think about that when I'm cleaning my bathroom. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because if someone's wants to snoop on me, I got to clean this bathroom. But uh, you do you have something to say? <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I just like I'm sitting here listening. I got to clean my bathroom because people are going to rummage through it. <laughs> well, Who yeah, the fuck cares about your bathroom? <laughs> Snoopy people. Snoopy people. Yeah. People that like peanuts. So okay. I'm delivering mail years mm-hmm. later. Sure. And I'm at the Culver Road Armory. About to go into the little bracelet store there. Alex Brace? and Ani. Alex and Ani. Right. Yes. And Lovely. in the hallway is the guy in question, Big B. <clears throat> And he's standing in the hallway before he walks into Alex Anani. And he does one of these, and I'll get up. Did he recognize you? I don't think so. Okay, Dan, so is, get, Dan is standing up. If, if Alex Anani is that door right there, he's near he's the door. He's looking out the main door, but he's in the hallway just collecting himself, just going. He's like rubbing his shirt down and taking a breath and walking into the store flamboyantly. Hello! And then just walking out. Into Alex and Ani? Yes, I think he was going in for an interview. Oh. <laughs> so he had I to, like, to be ultra gay? I don't understand. You know, it was just so funny to watch a person literally <laughs> collect themselves. Like, he thought he was having a private moment or no one could see him. Oh. But he was literally just collecting himself, like, okay. I can do this. Yeah. Just be Jack. It's so Will funny Grace, just be to Jack. watch someone who thinks that they're not alone. Invisible. And, yeah. 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 Anyway, and he just I, did that, and I was like, I know that guy. He was at the, the thing. bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I keep in touch with him still. Um, if he is gay, he has not come out. Uh, I don't know, uh, though. Interesting. It's one of those situations where you just don't know. Yeah. Well, well I not that it matters. No, it doesn't matter at no. all. But just like I said, it's like your taint. Yeah. It's your but, business, and it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I, and I've always said I want to run like a campaign uh, called, uh, like po- politically speaking, called I Don't Care. Mm-hmm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't care about gays or blacks or any of that. And I know that sounds awful, but I care about people. 
I don't care about your specific like what you are. I care that you're a person that's a good person. And if I you're care, black, and I want to make gay, sure that they don't go to hell. If you're Asian, it doesn't really matter. I don't care. Rockness monster for president running on. I don't care. And neither do the voters. And neither do the voters at all. Anyway, I think it's a good time for a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about vandalism. Um, we're going to talk about probably uh, Trump, it's America. And, Who and knows? And let's just go wash our buttholes off in your bidet. Yeah, you have a bidet? I do have a bidet. Oh, you might be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. We'll get into all that later. (laughs) I think I am. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a refinishing, a sealing, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402. 4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. You're gay. And we're gay. <laughs> and okay. we're back. And we're back. We're, we're that was a little trumpet uh, intro. Trumpet intro. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we were just here talking with uh, Greg about coming out what that was like mm-hmm. uh, why it took him as long as it did and, and the journey that he went through personally well we're glad you're here with yeah. us thank we're you glad. Yeah. I mean overall because you said where you were in you know in your life yeah yeah and, I hit rock bottom so and we're glad that you decided to yeah. you know stick it out stay yeah that, that's I am thing. too yeah. <laughs> you talk about how the how scared you were how reluctant you were to come out to a family that you described as pretty liberal mm-hmm. and accepting. Mm-hmm. Imagine knowing that your your family is extremely conservative and extremely closed-minded. Imagine that Ugh. for for people that are Ugh. thinking about coming out and how terrifying that must be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we a lot of people that are on the gay side but are straight, like us two, uh, I mean, it's not really being on the gay side. I just don't care who you like to have sex with. I well, like some, I, I like some no, freaky stuff. I don't want no one to judge me. We're pro <laughs> equal rights. But we do. <laughs> yeah, we're pro equal rights, is what I mean. Right. Well, yeah. So, for everybody a, a lot of times life. we think to ourselves, what's the big deal? Just come out. It's no, you know, no one cares. It's all right. Well, for us. Yeah, and that's easy for us to say. Yeah. And so, I just thought that's an that's a important little reminder that a lot of times. People are going through things that you have no idea about. That's true. Right. Very true. Um, And unfortunately, being alive right now, you're going to experience bullying. You're going to experience vandalism. You're going to experience being marginalized, pushed, and shoved. Uh, And you, yourself, Greg, have gone through a little bit of that, have you not? I have. Um, So I came out... um, Broadly to the whole family and basically everyone in my life last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was around June or July um, when last summer, when finally, like, it was out on Facebook, so everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was July, and by I'd say August, I decided I'm going to put a pride flag on my house. I own Good. a house um, right in the North Winton Village, oh. actually, right down the street from a gay bar. Yeah. And I figured, why not? So I put it on my front porch. 
Um, and I went to Gay Pride in Rochester, which my dad actually marched in uh, to show his support for me. That's which awesome. was really cool. That's really awesome. And I thought, this is great. You know, I'm finally out there and telling the world. So it was election night for Trump. Um, and I had gone out to dinner uh, with my boyfriend at the time right down the street. Mm-hmm. And we walked to dinner. <clears throat> And the election's going on, but we weren't paying much attention to it. And we end up coming back home. And when I walked up to the house, the railing was, like, covered in this black stuff. And I thought a bird mm. just took a massive dump. <laughs> like, massive. I fucking hate birds. Yeah. Shit things. Yeah. So that's Fuck all. Em. You know, it was, like, black. And I didn't think much of it. Go in the house. And um, my boyfriend was behind me. And he... You know, gets to the door and he goes, "Where's your flag?" And I look back out and I realize it was my flag, melted and burned um, all over the railing. Um, the post it was on, the the wooden pole was charred, and then it had actually melted a bunch of the soffiting and railing of the front porch. So I didn't know what to do. Um, I, you know, like, I'm like, I don't think I should call 911. I, I, I was very new to everything being gay. So I just, I didn't know if this, what to do. So yeah. it Is was this a hate afraid, crime. Is were you this afraid a hate that crime? it would make it worse if you brought the police in at all? Um, not so much that I didn't know if it was worthy of a 911 call. Gotcha. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, I need the police here when they should be saving lives. Like right. That's fair. That's a fair so thing to think. The the decision I made, it was about 9 o'clock at night, and I sent an email um, to the Gay Alliance here in Rochester, and I just said, I just want to let you guys know um, this is the area I live. A flag on my front porch was burned, um, a pride flag, so mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I should do anything about it or just to notify you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was woken up the next morning at like 9 a.m. on the dot uh, by a call from the president of the alliance. And he said, um, got my information and my address, and he said, you're going to get a call within the next 10 minutes from the RPD. We have a specialist. Uh, There's an actually detective at RPD that specializes in hate crimes. Wow. That's pretty awesome, actually. It's very, like... Monumental, like I guess it's not a big thing in cities, and it's, we have and it's it. It's not Hector, the janitor there. No, it's, <laughs> it's an actual. I want to help you. <laughs> a, I come here. <laughs> Why are you wearing coveralls? <laughs> no, no, I do this too. Yeah. I do this too. You need a sweep. <laughs> I clean your house. <laughs> anyway, so, so I got Hector a call. <laughs> yeah, so Hector gives me a call. <laughs> Ten minutes later, this woman calls me. Um, she says she's a detective with RPD, and she was tied up at the moment but um she said she's sending over some police officers to you know to take a report and i said sure awesome so they sent over three policemen within 10 minutes it was real quick and they take my statement and then they're checking out the front porch and they said we want to bring in the fire department Mm -hmm. they said we're 100 percent labeling this a hate crime but we want to see what the fire policemen the firemen say yeah yeah so they sent out about three or four firemen who start to inspect it, and then they walk me around the front porch, and they said, listen, your vinyl siding could have gone up in flames. Your yeah. whole house could Absolutely. have been gone. Um, so this is 100% arson. 
Um, we're going to upgrade it from a hate crime to arson. So if we ever catch the person, they're doing serious jail time. And I said, okay, um, that's good to know. And I later found out that day a woman down the street had a, her pride flag burned as well, but they took it off her house and did it in the driveway. I'm assuming after seeing how quickly mine went up in flames, it may have scared the uh, vandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they decided to take hers off the house to burn it. Isn't that it. funny that well, they we, had the sense well, of mind? Uh, but, we don't want to burn the house <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have Won't limitations you know, to our hate. close-minded. Hey, Jack. Okay. Hey, right. Jack, don't take it off the house. The <laughs> <laughs> last time I was burning that guy's house, we, we, we ain't that stupid. We don't want right. to do that now. So, Kyle Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Everything happened real quick. It was all the same day I started getting phone calls from all the local news wanting to interview me. Wow. Um, WXXI wanted to do an interview and NPR. So Jesus. um, I ended up getting a call from London. There's a thing called the Gay Star News. Wow. Um, They called me. I guess I was in Boston. My cousin lives in Boston, and I was on the news there. (laughs) Um, it just and I have only been out at this point for a few months, and I am, <laughs> this is just what you needed right now. Every <laughs> local news station standing there with my charred flagpole and saying hi, and I'm is, gay. <laughs> so this when Jesus, when you actually called when the Gay Alliance sent over the police, that was the day after of his election. He was elected that night. That yes, night. election was that night that it was burned. Right. So disgust, disgusting. There was a huge vile push for a narrative. Deplorables on the left to essentially say, "See, see, see." Yes. Now that Trump's elected, there's a rash of of these types of crimes, and we're we're going to really be looking for it. So I'm not trying to downgrade this at all because not only is it extremely serious, but had you been in the house at the time, maybe even sleeping, I mean, you you could have you could have died. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, <laughs> no. First of all, okay. First of all, first of all, homophobes, xenophobes, racists, other phobes, Republicans. Yeah, yeah, Republicans. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to say that. Have that's what existed you forever. Exactly. However, with the master. Grand Wizard Supreme Leader Trump <laughs> now in the White House. Yeah. He didn't create these people. He would love mm-hmm. to know you called him that, by Wouldn't the way. He, he, he would, would love, love that. It. He'd be touching himself here and there. Yeah. Um, he didn't create... I mean, they're good people, too. He, yeah. <laughs> he didn't create these people. He didn't. And I'll give him that. Yes. It wasn't him that... He didn't make them. He didn't come out and say, yes, let's create a bunch of... He didn't of, start the fire. It was always burning since the world since was turning. Since the world was turning. But he he added a lot of fuel to that fire and emboldened them and allowed them to say, "I this guy Don't stands with do me. do that motion with your hand again. That's a micro... Uh, what's aggression, a microaggression. Yeah. These people stand. This president stands with me. Not. I say this way. Not all Republicans are racists, but all racists are Republican. <laughs> Touche. I think Trump's election kind of gave that hall pass, mm-hmm. where they say we've always felt this way, but now if we publicly make it no, I can visible. It's not going to be that big of a deal um, because we have someone who who doesn't think it's a big deal. Exactly. I think they they finally felt like, wow, we can actually express how we feel now. Right. 
right. we can actually say out loud our feelings. It's their before, own coming out. You know, yeah. Obama wouldn't let us say Merry Christmas, and we couldn't tell yep. uh, gay people that we hated them. Right. Exactly. And now, now we can. Trump, yeah. Merry Christmas, I hate gays. Yeah. But now, <laughs> now we can do that. that. was their Christmas card. It's liberating. Yeah, it's Christmas card. yeah, yeah. It yeah. was actually my Fucking burned hate. flag on their Christmas card. <laughs> yeah. It's just See, a charred Merry porch. Christmas. Look what we did. Yeah. And you're just like, I just like rainbows. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, it just all happened very quickly. And it being the day after the election, the local news stations weren't making a huge tie to the election, but the radio stations wanted me to make a direct correlation oh. to Trump's election. So they were the trying to push that narrative on that's you. What, they wanted saying, me, yeah. um, and, and I tried to stay as... Uh, as level as I could on that and saying unbiased yeah just kind of saying you know it could be just a coincidence that's not right well because we don't know their motivation I didn't want to be the angry gay because I watched the interview done from the woman who had her flag burned and she came off as the angry gay yeah yeah this is what happens. This is what's okay now in our world. People are disgusting, and yeah. people are going to see that and say, "Okay, she's a little off the rails." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Where I I want to say I wanted to be the Will, where she could be the Jack. Sure. Gotcha. That's actually well, you, well put. Well said. That's a great callback. Yeah. Um, what are you doing on your phone right now? Right now, uh, talking to my dad to let him know that I'm doing a show and I can't talk to him right now. Good. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm no, you're, you're we, fine. I'm sorry. We fired our secretary. She normally. I told you guys, calls. interns are where it's at. I know, but he kept doing inappropriate things with her, and it was going to oh, get out of hand. So yeah. we, well, we let her go. What can I say? Yeah. I'm a man. She's a woman. She wasn't feeling it. I was. Are you at all worried? I got Weinstein. About legislation. <laughs> about the legislation? Changing at all or in any way? Yeah, I, I am because it's. In the past, I don't know if it's something where you're just getting older, but presidents rarely directly affect your lives. You know, I've gone through President Bush and Clinton, and you're rarely directly affected Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. by decisions the president makes. And Obama was the first time where I was directly affected when he legalized gay marriage nationwide. And I said, wow, this literally is affecting my life here and today. Yeah. Um, and now with Trump coming in and being opposed, um, I'm sitting here going, hmm, how is now this going to affect my day-to-day life? Yeah. And yeah. it's different. It's different to be affected by a president so uh, personally. Well, yeah. I can't, e- I can't even imagine. Because, I mean, I'm a straight white man, so nothing in the entire universe has ever affected me. Because, yes. <laughs> because that's just what the deal is with straight white because men. Because the Constitution was written by your kind, exactly. for your kind. Don't say you're our kind. And look at you, blonde hair. Freaking, you had, you're what Hitler had. I'm more mine. the area than now, sure. now, the problem, I think, with that is, first of all, we got people with, a, what is it called, white... Um, where people feel like white people are like white guilt. No, people like are like, oh well, white people are being attacked now. White, um, I don't know. Like, What's it called? Like, where this is? It's a thing they just made up that like white people are being stereotyped now. And what about white history? And what about like these oh, fucking yeah. people? You're we don't have the greatest culture. history, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> not only that, everything is white history. All of it is white history. Right. They wrote. We wrote the history books. Who knows how many yeah. of the stories are actually true? 
So as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to sit there as a straight white man, you know, with these, the power, you have power. You do. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up. Maybe you're realizing that it's fucked up. You don't need to go. I'm, I'm not saying go into a soup kitchen right now and feed as many black people as you can. I'm not saying, um, you, you know, saying? Go, go to the pride parade. Mm-hmm. I'm saying use this perceived power, quote unquote, to like educate, to try and tell people that are fucking racists and xenophobes and homophobes, yo, like, why the fuck are you acting this way? Or just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. real, real well put together there. I like that. But um, do you know what I'm saying, though, Dan? Are you following? Is Greg, is anyone following what I'm trying to say? If if you're in a position of power, you should be using that to educate other people. To educate other people that, fucking we're all the same. Everybody's the same. Yeah, you would hope that when, when you have the power to do that, that you are using it for good in education. Yeah, and sometimes your education is just showing people that the way you are is okay. So the fact that you are a straight white male that's open-minded to homosexuality and, and thinking it's okay, just being publicly out there as, as open-minded and mm-hmm, accepting mm-hmm. could be enough yeah. for me to step out as a gay man but not be over the top and not be the stereotype of, oh, he's probably going to be like wearing a G-string with butterfly wings and glitter <laughs> and dancing around. Yeah, yeah No, yeah. like, I, I, I'm just a business guy. Is there that, something wrong with that? There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it, that in the time and place. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the perceived notion of homophobes more than anybody think, yeah. oh, you're gay, so you go to raves and do drugs and... If you um, touch me, I'll catch it. I'll yeah, catch your gay. I'll catch your gay, and you probably want to sleep with me. No. If you're homophobic, 99% uh-huh. of the gay community do not want to sleep with you. Can I, I tell you something? Can I just, I'm just going to say this on the air. There's a gay dude where I work. Actually, that's an understatement. Almost everyone I work with is gay. Like, my entire... Really? The entire staff. No at, kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But it's not, I don't care. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't bother me. You're like a bring your friend to work day that I could join. You want to come in? (laughs) Well, anyway, there's a new guy came in. He sat next to me. As a man, man to man, he's an attractive man, right? And, like, he gave me his phone number right away, and he was, like, flirting with me, and he still does. And I, I, I don't have the heart to tell him I'm not interested because it makes me feel so good about myself. Right? Like, I feel so good. Like, yeah, like, this... I feel great. This is great. I want him to keep hitting on me. So now I And you feel like for some reason... I'm going to flirt back now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, like you're not I, even being inappropriate. Like, you could totally tell your wife because it's like... I do. I tell yeah. her every day. I tell her. Like, <laughs> so yeah. me and so-and-so today, so I looked really nice. And she's like, will you stop? And I'm like, no, it's wonderful. I feel so good about being me. Yeah. But that's also because you're very comfortable in your own skin. Well, yeah. If you were anywhere near homophobic or, or uncertain of your own sexuality, you would probably be the guy who says, don't touch me, don't give me your number, Yeah, I'm going to beat you up if you do something. Exactly. But you're not that guy because you're comfortable. Well, yeah, of course. I'm very comfortable with myself. And I think, I think 50% of the people that are homophobic, especially the vehement ones, 
are gay and hate themselves. Yeah. And don't and just like you just said, comfortable with yourself, comfortable in your own skin. They're so com they're so uncomfortable in their own skin. They need to make sure that everyone else feels hate and anger and feels everything they're feeling inside. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I fucking hate those people. I want to light them on fire. But it's just it's it's frustrating. Well, yeah. It's what are you gonna do that for? <laughs> what are you gonna do that for? You know what I mean? Just just enjoy it. I love when he comes in. And he's like, I like that shirt. And he's very much Jack from Will and Grace. Yes. I love that shirt. You look fantastic today. I was like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> no, no, sit down, sit down. What else well, do you like about well, me? What do you think of these shoes? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it's fine. And he loves it, and I love it. Yeah. Just everybody just get along. I don't know. I don't know. That's... Yeah, we're, we're not a scary people, gay men. Um, <laughs> no. We're not. I just don't get it. I don't think I'm ever going to. Dan, you hate gay people. Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> My brother is gay. And yeah. he was our first actual guest on the show. He's our first guest. Which, re re remember the title of that episode? Yes, Mike Pence Asks a Gay Dude. So the title of this will be Mike Pence Asks a Gay Dude 2, The Vengeance. <laughs> this episode. Uh, yeah, the idea that Mike Pence is just a moron, mm -hmm. and he he doesn't understand that being gay is not a choice. And he always looks like he just ate a sour warhead. Yeah. And he also um, is representing our nation in the Olympics. I saw that. Which is disturbing on its own. And did you see him sit down for North Korea coming out for the Olympics? And people are like, well, I believe it was Mike Pence that said that you shouldn't um, mix sports and politics when all the NFL players were sitting down during the national anthem mm -hmm. and North Korea really, comes yeah. out. And what does he do? He sits his ass down while everybody stood up for their anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He got hmm. tired. Mr. Pence. Hmm. Weak legs. North Korea, I, King John. I fucking hate that guy. Moon's sister was there. And the camera was right on her when mm -hmm. the South Korean uh, national anthem was being played. And I bet. She stood up. Yep. And she didn't put her hand over her heart because it's not her country. Right. But uh, she didn't look happy. Right. But she stu she was still standing. She gave them that respect. Yeah, and I don't know if yet. maybe just as a, as a female North Korean, she's not allowed to sit. <laughs> but um, she I was mean, standing. If she's a sister of a leader, she may have some leeway on that. I doubt it. I doubt it. I bet they were like, fuck, it's a woman. <laughs> your arms off. She didn't get in the dumpster, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's, it, this country is, uh, it's making some decisions that really are questionable. And, mm -hmm. again, Mike Pence being sent out um, to the Olympics was such a, like, who made that decision? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't well, I went with mother. <laughs> the fact that he calls his wife mother. That's creepy. Is weird. The Wait, fact, what? Yeah, it's what he calls his wife, mother. I did not know that. Well, they have kids. So, like, I guess that's some She's the type. mother of their children. Yes, so he calls her that. Not, I mean, he may have some weird mom-banging fetish. Oh right. Wears a diaper. Know. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that there is... No, I'm just laughing at the whole situation. Weird-ass, like, super southern people... I know that they, they it's what they do. When they have children, they will address their wife as mother. But we're talking about something that was done in like the early like 50s and 60s. Yeah. And it's 2018. And Is that's it? still weird. And he won't sit down. He won't go to anything. He won't do anything with other women unless his wife is there. Mm-hmm. 
He refused to like go to dinner. He won't be in the same room with another woman without yeah. someone else. He was supposed to. Does go he there. not trust himself? Well, that's the, the thing. The Bible doesn't let him trust himself. It's not. It, it's not even about his feeling of his own. It's super weird. It's it's the fact that the Bible says in his mind he shouldn't. It's inappropriate. That's scary. That's it's more up. like he can't trust that other woman to not rip his pants off and start sucking his dick. That's what he thinks in his mind. That and he's so weak he could never refute right. it. Exactly. Right. Or as a man, he's not supposed to because... Right. Well, it would be rude well, to refuse it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's just like, it, it, these are the people that are making the decisions for our country. And that's the thing that's very terrifying. Well, the, what they hide behind... Republicans, conservatives, even libertarians, what they hide behind is the idea that the state should be able to make decisions. That's, yeah, then which is when so it comes awful. to things like this, that the state should have a final say about gun rights or mm -hmm. about gay rights and or marriage rights. And I think that's ridiculous. As a, yeah. as a person, if you were gay and you were wanting to get married and you live in Virginia and Virginia outlawed gay marriage, but you both have a solid career in Virginia. Right. That's ridiculous. This so, is the United States of America. You my, shouldn't have to move. My aunt, um, she's been gay forever, obviously, um, and she had a life partner. And it was not legal in New York to be married, mm -hmm. but I believe maybe Maryland or Maine, somewhere further north than New York, it was legal. It was mm -hmm. one okay. of the first states to legalize it. Um, so they drove up to the state just to do it, just mm -hmm. to kind of have a marriage and be like, yeah, we did it. Right. It wasn't legal in New York when they came back home, um, so it didn't have any standing. But they did drive up just to kind of right. have that right or it's feel that and it's right. It's sad at the same time. Well, yeah. And I don't understand, like, oh, first of all, what was it, Rick Santorum? Did you hear about that, where they made a term? Santorum is like a term now. I haven't heard his name in so long. So, okay, so he came out on the news and said, he's a Republican, mm -hmm. and he said, well, what's gay marriage? What's next? People getting married to dogs and, and cats and animals? It's, yeah. And yeah. the gay, uh, I don't know if it was the Gay Alliance or what it was, um, decided to create a uh, urban dictionary definition for Santorum. I think I know what it is. <laughs> when, like, you're having sex in the, in the butt. And that frothy stuff that's a mixture of poop and cum. Mm -hmm. They call that uh, Santorum. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's not awesome. only that, though, when Google, when a lot of things are searched, they become the top search thing. <laughs> so, so that entire group of, of the gay alliance or gay, whatever it is, decided to just, just spam that search in Google like For as Santorum. much as they could. Mm -hmm. So now that's the first fucking thing that comes up. Instead of him as a, as a congressman, <laughs> it's the frothy mixture of poop and cum. Yes. And obviously he was gone from the election. We don't hear about him ever again anymore. <laughs> but I think that that's great uh, that they were able to do that. But it's like, who can if you... If you want to marry a dog, if you want to marry a cat, if you want to marry another man, if I want to marry a woman, if I want... Who... What business is it of yours? What is it doing to, to harm you? Why are you harmed by this? Because right. Shut up. up. in the church. Fuck the church. I mean, I church said it. tells them fuck that that's... The, listen to me. If you're listening, right. fuck the church. <laughs> I think what those... I mean, I'm going to leave the animals aside. I'm not so crazy about... <laughs> the animal marriage, but when it comes to two human beings, 
people have a tough time well i should say fundamental religious people have a tough time deciphering state and religion or uh, a law um, a government law and a religious belief because the bible is what says uh, marriage is between a man and a woman but guess what everyone who gets married doesn't believe in the bible so for them to say mm-hmm. two people of the same sex cannot get married mm-hmm. because my Bible says so, my rebuttal is, what about the people who don't believe in the Bible? You have no issue with a heterosexual couple that is atheist mm-hmm. to get married. Mm-hmm. A heterosexual couple who may be satanic mm-hmm. can still get mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. legally, Preach. but two homosexuals can't get married because of your Bible. And maybe they're Catholic. <laughs> yeah. What if we're Catholic and we believe in the Bible? Exactly. It just it, It's such a hypocritical belief to say gay people cannot get married, yet all over atheists and agnostics and satanics can all get married, and they're not believing in your Bible. And did you know that in the Bible there's only one mention of being gay, and it's not even be about being gay. It's a man shall not lay with another man. Right. So the fact of the matter is a lot of this is people making it up to fit uh, their narrative. I, I Neither of us know what we're talking about, obviously. I, I read heard, the Bible multiple times. I heard that Forced. That, that, <laughs> that reference was, was talking about the Roman soldiers... <clears throat> Because they would go off. Basically, Roman soldiers fucked each other a lot. Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, they always say the uh, the Romans specialized in sex, but the Italians mastered sex with a man and a woman. Interesting. <laughs> yes, we interesting. Have. That's funny. because the Romans had a lot of sex, but with it was a other. lot of same yeah. sex. That's the all point. I think that's sex. what the the verse was really talking about. Because the soldiers, you. they were doing it so much. That's why they wrote that in there. They're like, stop fucking each other so much. <laughs> Please. Please. Literally. I mean, it's a mess. Do you see the battlefield? Yeah, <laughs> right. Those, those poor buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, it, it's, it's all bullshit, and it's all bad for you, if I may quote the late, great George Carlin. Um, but I think, for me, the thing that made the most sense, I was talking to a friend of mine who's also gay, and, you know, I said, well, you know, the big argument is it's a choice. Like, you make the choice. Like, I want to have sex with men. You know, that and I'm not saying I believe that. That's the choice. And his response to me is always stuck with me forever. He said, well, I have one question for you. I said, sure. What, what's your question? He goes, at what point um, in you growing up did you choose to be straight? Yeah. At what point growing up did you choose to like tits and ass and pussy? He said, just like that. He's like, what, when did you choose that? And I said, well, I didn't. I, I, ah, I see what you did there. Hey, now. <laughs> and I said, okay. And that stuck with me forever because that's it. It comes down to that. And as far as I'm concerned, it comes. it's not a choice. I didn't choose to like to bang women. You know? Well, and they choose still not to do that to you either. That's true. Every, every <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just a floater in the middle then. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that if... If I chose to be gay, then that means any of the straight people in the world could choose to be gay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Can you? 
can you? You can. I'm just like, I see a you naked know? dude and I don't get aroused. And right. that's just, just the end of it. And I'm the same with women. And there yet, you go. And yet you sent me this text message. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you like that? I yeah, was, so I was getting annoyed with that. the group chat mm-hmm. that I was in about them going out last night. So I decided to just send a, a naked picture of a, a really good looking man with his oh, cock just okay, flopped that's out. Okay. So I just sent that to the group chat last night. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I put in, uh, in the Google search, naked gay man. Yeah, you can forward that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love Josh's response. Thank you, Rocco. <laughs> just, that was it. But I get a lot of um, comments similar to that where I've never slept with a woman. Mm-hmm. I've just I've never been attracted. I've never felt like I could probably even perform. You've never had sex with a woman. You've ever. never even been knuckle deep. Never. Slept with a woman. Not never, a finger blast. Not a finger blast. Not a suckle. Like a handy, just took over this No uh, oral. No nothing with a woman. You so are pure. I am a gold star gay. That's what it's called. Oh, that's right. That's right. Gold it is. Star. Gold star gay. Where did I hear that from? Untainted. Untainted. Anyway. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> we have a gold star gay on our show. It's amazing. Wow. So uh, I, I had a friend <laughs> who said... Well, then how do you know you don't even like women? You know, you could sleep with a woman and love it. How, how would you even know? Yeah, I don't have and to so eat caviar to tell you I don't want to eat My it. response was, caviar. how many men did you sleep with before you realized you didn't like it? <laughs> yeah. And he Great goes, oh, I've never slept with a man. I go, because oh, you yeah. know you don't like it? And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The same rules apply on yeah. both sides. Oh, yeah. Stop yeah. pretending. You're not missing anything, Greg. It's, it's, <laughs> it's stinky down there. Okay. Oh, it depends. It, it's a little scary looking, diaper, yes, diapers do stink. No, first of all, I've I, I've eaten some pussy that I did not want to leave. Mm, so good. Oh, God, you're grossing mm. me out. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm grossing you out? Yes. Well, I'm sorry. I don't want to look at your face I'm while sorry you say that, you, that sentence. Again. I'm sorry that you've had some rank pussy in your time, but I, I don't, I don't, there is no rank. This house, not in this house. Is it, where's, your, where's your sloppy seconds? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just going to put my thumb up in the air and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's weird. Remember that? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. Um,. Very good. So uh, let's I think take a break. We're gonna go to commercial break. We're gonna come back. We'll tie it off with the fuck yous too, and then we'll do the fuck yous, okay. and then uh, we're gonna call it a day. My nipples are hard. It's cold in here. Uh, okay. It's a little chilly. We'll be right back. <laughs> Critical mass can now be found at the eight o'clock stop dot com. That's the eight o'clock stop dot com. We're there with the hypothetically speaking podcast as well as three dicks picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8o'clockstop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. And we're back. He's, I knew he was going to play that over me talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking stupid. Keep no, on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Welcome back. We're, we're, uh, we're back here. <laughs> we're with Greg. Um, and we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, this actually one of my favorites, I think, that we've done, to be honest with you. Awesome. Um, and... You know, it was informative, and it's it's great to to get to know someone, especially when there's a lot of stuff going on in the news, and you know, with Trump and you know, people hating other people. Yeah. Like, hopefully, if you're listening to this, kind of open your eyes, or if you already have these feelings, you know, it kind of reinforced them. Um, one thing before we get into our fuck yous, uh, Greg, I'm going to give you the floor. <clears throat> if there's someone out there, let's say, that is struggling the way you did before you came out. Is there something that you would want to say to them, like to make them feel 
not alone or, or anything what what's on your mind yeah my my absolute go-to would be tell one person at least one person that you trust and you confide in um, and just just let them know um, and, and if you don't have someone in your life that you feel that way about check out the gay alliance in Rochester uh, the first time I ever reached out to them was the flag burning and it opened my eyes to what a huge resource they are to our community. Um, so again, either a family member or a friend, just let them know. You'll be so surprised um, when it's someone you actually love and care about, how much they don't care, how much that they'll just say, yeah, that's fine. It means no difference. Um, and again, if you don't have that person, check out the Gay Alliance. There's a website, um, and they could be a huge help. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that, definitely. And, um, you know, uh, be awesome if uh, any representatives from the Gay Alliance maybe listen to this show. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a, absolutely. The, one of our five listeners, <laughs> if, if, no, honestly, if you know someone that, that may be struggling. You or know, this could help. help. You know, yeah. and yeah. don't be like if you have someone in your life that you think might be gay, mm -hmm. don't out them. First yeah, of all, yeah. you do not have the right to out anyone, um, but let them know that you don't mind gay people just through small comments here and there, or turning on Will and Grace, yeah, mm -hmm. um, and being like, "Yeah, I love this show." Some little specs here and there to let your friend know that you're okay with homosexuality can make a world of a difference to them personally. Yeah. That's that's actually a great idea. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you. And en enough with this positivity. Let's yeah, we need, to get, we need to be negative. Yeah. Time for the fuck yous. <laughs> Time for the fuck yous. Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? I can, you can, Greg, Greg can. What do you think, Dan? I'll go. I'll just get it off my chest if that's okay. Go ahead. Fuck you to the Uber driver last night. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. He's from another country and barely speaks English and doesn't know how to drive. Okay, now you sound like a Trump supporter. I know. I know. <laughs> All these things, they, they added up. I mean, look, <clears throat> I expect one thing from an Uber driver. Be there, be on time, know where you're going. Sure. All those things he could not do. Yeah, you, maybe it, Uber's not his uh, forte. Exactly. Be in the That's business. my problem. You know, don't hit accept ride saying that you'll be there in nine minutes and then go and fill up gas somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's stupid. I called him. I was like, is there a way to call this guy? My wife goes, yeah, you press this button. So I did. I said, dude, where are you? I had to go to get What? <laughs> you what? I had to get gas, man. Gas? Yeah. You had to get gas? Oh. Oh, Here's the uh, the amazing thing about Uber and Lyft, because I do Lyft drive, you can turn the app off when you need to get gas, right. and then people aren't waiting on you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but you sense. may miss out on a ride. So. Yeah. So we were, well, I was pissed. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a service. You were trying to pay for the service, and the services right. were not I hope ready. you didn't tip them. He didn't. We had canceled it. Oh, you It did. was 45 minutes later, and he still hadn't showed up. No way. Yeah, we canceled it. I was, I was just beyond words mad. I was literally, like, boiling over with anger. I was ready to punch a hole in the wall. You can probably notify Uber about that. Get oh, him a little well, thing guess on his what? record. So she canceled it and then tried to get a different Uber driver. He was the, he was obviously the closest one, mm -hmm. so it went to him again. <laughs> she canceled it again right away, and then as we were driving to our location ourselves, 
her note, her app said, well, he's about to be there, but since you canceled it, you have to, you owe us like five sixty or something like that. What? Yeah. So she's pissed, and now she has to call Uber and explain the whole situation. Yeah. Awful. It's unreal. Awful. Well, so. fuck you to them. Fuck that Uber driver. <sighs> fuck that. So I'll, I'll go. go. I'll go next. <laughs> so. Working on a little paint project upstairs. Um, I know you're very proud of yourself. Working at, yeah, I mean we we got uh, got some white primer uh, painted, repainted the whole inner vestibule area by the garage door. Um, the got vestibule. The vestibule. Yeah, I love that. I love vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> I thought we, it was a mud room. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we painted that that whole area with some primer, and then decided I wanted to get some ch- uh, chalkboard paint so my daughter could. You know, draw on a chalkboard on the wall while we're cooking in the kitchen because she likes to be around us. Now, when I was a kid, my dad would go buy paint for different projects in the house, and there was that bucket that would stick to the like the the side of the shelf in the paint area, and there were wooden paint stirrers there. And you can, my brother and I would each take one, and we'd sword fight and shit and piss my dad off, and you know, but my dad would grab a handful of them, you know, to to mix the paint. So Walmart yesterday, no paint sticks. Home Depot, no paint sticks. Lowe's, no paint sticks. I'm going to around like, what the fuck is going on? Where the fuck are these fucking paint sticks? Wait, you went to all those locations just to get paint sticks? No, to get paint. Why did you have to go to three locations? Oh, uh, pricing, paint? pricing everything, making sure everything is. Uh, I mean, I don't trust the Walmart app. Never trust the Walmart app. Yeah, I don't know if I'd trust Walmart Paint. Yeah, exactly. I don't, and I didn't. But we went with Home Depot. Mm-hmm. So finally, we asked somebody, and we're like, "Can we get paint sticks?" And they had to go behind the shelf and get them. And I was already so aggravated because I had gone down the aisles like fourteen times. Because in my mind. I'm not good at seeing things that I need. You're usually like, yeah. like usually it's like, hey, um, can you get the thing out of the out of the cupboard? And I open the cupboard and I don't see it, and it's right. like, oh, it's right the fuck in front of me. Right. And that's what I was imagining I was doing in these aisles. Like, dude, they're probably right the fuck in front of you, and you're just too stupid to know. Right. Which was just further aggravating me. Till well, then, billions of products. Exactly. <laughs> then I get, then I get yeah. there, and I'm like, I need paint stirrers, and they're like, oh yeah, you got to ask for them now. I was, Kids are eating them. So. I was so angry, right? Hey, I was so angry. I, I just was, thank you, and I walked away. And that was the end of that. But the, the thing, it becomes this. Yeah. Have we gotten so mistrusting in the stupidity of our collective community that we can't leave simple paint sticks out because people were either using them as weapons or God knows what they were doing, taking a whole bucket of them? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, like, they probably really? were. They probably were I was going to say, them. I think the answer is yes. I yeah. needed two. I needed to. He gave me three. I said thank you, and I walked away in a huff and a, and a puff. Not just a huff, but also a puff. I took the yeah. three and I walked away because he didn't need that guy. Didn't need to get the brunt of my anger. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. There were squiggly right. lines above your head. There were yes. I think thank you. <laughs> and I walked away. Not his fault. So fuck you to that. And what else do we lose? Oh, McDonald's now. You gotta ask for sauces, and they charge you for the extra yeah, it's ones. Like a couple cents per sauce. Yeah, exactly. Um, all these different things because other idiots like ketchup now too. Like you can only have a certain amount of ketchups. Um, the only place now that you can say I want a handful of the sauce is Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that shit just doesn't cost them any money, the sauces. It's the same sauce since 1987. Yeah. They've been trying to get rid of it for years. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the same bucket it yeah. comes out of it. There you go, exactly. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. So it's just like this world is just so selfish 
that now they have to limit the amount of things that at one time were just here, take them as a courtesy, as a courtesy for coming to our business and our establishment and purchasing our products as a courtesy here. Now, because of people abusing it, we're at this point. So fuck you to fucking, I don't know what. It's a blanketed fuck you to the community for fucking this up for simple people like me. And God knows I'm simple. You are. (laughs) Now, Greg. I am going to say fuck you to this weather. I know it's pretty broad, but it is painful to be outside. Painful. Mm -hmm. There's no reason if I need to run out to my car to get my phone charger that I need to bundle up with a hat and gloves, but you know, we choose to live here, and I just think every day, why? My dad lives in Florida now. Yeah. He, you know, harasses me with these text messages of, <laughs> it's 81 today, I'm going yeah. to the beach, and I'm like, oh, it's about four? I think it's four degrees it's outside four, right now? It's chill, Dad. Yeah, like, uh, it's just painful, and I, it's, I, I hate it. You're right. It's it's. I think we're all at that point now where we've had a pretty rough winter. Yeah, we got a bad one. We're just yeah. done. Yeah. Like, it, over, please. Well, I mean, I always I like this type of weather for the holidays. So like no, uh, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. After New Year's, all set. Yeah, all I'm set. with you. And I like to ski. Like I don't mind snow up on the mountain. Uh, but I don't want to lose a finger to frostbite yeah. because of it. You know. Yeah, I don't want to have to plow. The driveway three times a day, yeah. yeah, because it just will not stop snowing. I had to snow blow twice yesterday, and then I snow blowed this morning because you guys were coming over, and I was right. like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get the, I gotta it's get like the driveway done." It's like you do a done. whole line, and you go back, and it's fucking filled up with snow again. Exactly, right. exactly. And then I gotta move the cars, and then like so, I do half the driveway, and then pull the cars down, do the other half, pull the cars back up, and then you gotta brush the cars off. Can because, you park in your garage? Uh, my garage is like our shed right now, uh, so it's got like all of our lawn and garden plus stuff. Plus half of it is a wheelchair ramp. A wheelchair ramp. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it'll, it'll fit one car, but right now it's got like all our deck furniture in it and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. So um, yeah, fuck you, snow and this weather. Yes, God just damn. the cold, the bitter cold. Is, uh, <sighs> fuck you. Uh, especially the cold we're feeling down here right now in my dungeon. <laughs> So, um, with that being said, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, thank you to uh, Genesee Beard Company. Thank you yeah. to Eagle Epoxy. And thank you to the 8o'clockstop.com because, you know, everything starts at 8 o'clock and they still host us for some reason. I don't know why. We don't, no one really listens to our show. Um, but the most thank you. You've you got to stop sending them nude pictures of yourself. That's or, really, or that guy. Yeah. That's really none of your business. <laughs> it's really none of your business. Okay. Um, but mostly, I want to thank Greg. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed it. And, I did. Uh, we'd like to have you on again in another season if you're okay with that. Absolutely. Like to, maybe we could talk about. Maybe other after uh, they take away gay marriage, we can bring yeah. it back. All right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we'll know? talk about it. That sounds good yeah. to me. When all the gays get sent to like concentration camps. Oh, God. I certainly hope not. It's just a waste of taxpayer money. I could tell you a whole group that we need to put in camps and take sure. care of, and those are Trump supporters. So, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say kids. No, not kids, kids need to go to camp. Kidney, well, summer camp, yeah. yes. <laughs> Actual summer camp. So, with that being said, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, I don't know, go fuck yourself. Um, little music. Party on, Wayne. Oh, I hate that you even say that. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. They come from butts.